Hey moms, this is Dorenda Wilson and this week's podcast of Grace for a Mom's Heart. Today I'm sharing what God's word has to say about whether or not he really protects us. Now I know that can seem like a very primary uh concern, a very basic thing that we all know that God protects us in our heads. But sometimes we can doubt that because the enemy comes in and uh, for various reasons, we can begin to wonder if God actually protects us. And this is the beauty of God's word is that we can go back to it over and over and over again, knowing that it's true, that it never changes and that God never changes and that he does in fact protect us. Even as I'm reading to you today these scriptures, I personally am needing this reassurance. Fear is running rampant, and I'm just as vulnerable to it as you are, but God says he did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. He said that perfect love casts out fear. If we know Jesus as our Savior, fear has no authority over us. And one of the reasons that is true is because God does, in fact, protect us. So as I begin to read the many ways that God protects us, I want to remind you that these are not just words. God says the scriptures are not just words. They are our very life. Here is what God has to say about the power of his word. Isaiah 55 verses 10 and 11 say, The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all that I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. In Hebrews 4, verses 12 and 13, he says this, for the word of God is alive and powerful. In other words, it's living and active. It is sharper than the sharpest two-edged sword cutting between soul and spirit, between joint and marrow. It exposes our innermost thoughts and desires. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes, and he is the one to whom we are accountable. Do you hear that? God's word is living and active. There is no other written word that is living and active and able to give us this kind of discernment between soul and spirit, joint and marrow. It is discerning. It gives us that discernment and that wisdom that we need. So as we are reading, I want you to not just engage your head, but also your heart with what you're hearing. And what I mean by that is believe it and know that it is truth. Father God, we pray that you would give us hearts that believe as we read your word. Jesus said, he said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So believe and know that the word of God is the truth. And remember that Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And whom the son sets free is free indeed. Moms, this is all about freedom. God wants us to be free. Thank you, God, that you are our protector. Psalm 34 says this, 
I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. In my desperation, I prayed and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles. For the angel of the Lord is a guard. He surrounds and defends all who fear him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you, his godly people. For those who fear him will have all that they need. Even strong young lions sometimes go hungry. But those who trust in the Lord lack no good thing. Come, my children, and listen to me, and I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Does anyone want to live a life that is long and prosperous? Then keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. His ears are open to their cries for help, but the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. He will erase their memory from the earth. The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to the rescue each time. For the Lord protects the bones of the righteous, not one of them is broken. Calamity will surely destroy the wicked, for those who hate the righteous will be punished. But the Lord will redeem those who serve him. No one who takes refuge in him will be condemned. Psalm 121 says, I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? No. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let you stumble. The one who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel never slumbers or sleeps. The Lord himself watches over you. The Lord stands beside you as your protective shade. The sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon at night. The Lord keeps you from all harm and watches over your life. The Lord keeps watch over you as you come and go, both now and forever. I think I shared that psalm in last week's Grace for a Mom, uh, Grace for a Mom's Heart podcast and explained the first verse, and I want to do that to, again today. The first verse in Psalm 121 says, I look up to the mountains. Does my help come from there? And essentially, verse two says, no, my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. In the cultural setting, you have to understand the cultural setting that this was written in. Cities were, sur- uh, were surrounded by um, a tall, usually by a tall uh, fence or gate, um, not a gate, but a tall uh, wall that would be around the city. It was a city wall and it would protect those who were inside from 
enemies, but sometimes the enemies would attack and get inside that wall and into the city. And if that happened, um, nobody could get in or out for supplies or anything that they needed to fight off the enemy. Every now and then, what would happen is they would try to send out somebody from the city. They would sneak them out uh, through the wall somewhere to go out to another place, to another king in another country or another city or another land and ask for help. And that king would send, hopefully, his army. And his army would come um, up over the mountains. And so as the people looked out, they would see this um, great army coming to save them. But here it's saying that we don't look to anyone else to save us. You know, God can use other people, but the point is that I'm not looking to man to save me. I am looking to God because my help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. I'm not looking to the mountains. I'm not looking to man to solve my problems, to give me what I need, to give me the help that I so desperately need. My help comes from the Lord. Psalm 18 says this, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my savior. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield and the power that saves me and my place of safety. I called on the Lord who is worthy of praise and he saves me from my enemies. The ropes of death entangled me. The floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped its ropes around me. Death laid a trap in my path. But in my distress, I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I prayed to my God for help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry to him reached his ears. Then the earth quaked and trembled. The foundations of the mountains shook. They quaked because of his anger. Smoke poured from his nostrils. Fierce flames leaped from his mouth. Glowing coals blazed forth from him. Do you you feel the power of God here? He opened the heavens and he came down. Dark storm clouds were beneath his feet. Mounted on a mighty angelic being, he flew soaring on the wings of the wind. He shrouded himself in darkness, veiling his approach with dark rain clouds. Thick clouds shielded the brightness around him and rained down hail and burning coals. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded amid the hail and the burning coals, and he shot his arrows and scattered his enemies. Great bolts of lightning flashed, and they were confused. Then at your command, O Lord, at the blast of your breath, the bottom of the sea could be seen, and the foundations of the earth were laid bare. He reached down from heaven and rescued me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemies, from those who hated me and were too strong for me. They attacked me at a moment when I was in distress, but the Lord supported me. He led me to a place of safety. He rescued me because he delights in me. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. He restored me because of my innocence. For I have kept the ways of the Lord. I have not turned 
from my God to follow evil. I have followed all of his regulations. I have never abandoned his decrees. I am blameless before God. I have kept myself from sin. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. He has seen my innocence. I want to stop there for a minute. I know it's easy to listen to this and think, well, I don't do everything right. I'm not perfect. So maybe this doesn't apply to me. That simply is not true. This is the beauty and the joy and the victory of the cross. This is the gospel message. Jesus did what we cannot do, so we do stand before him, innocent and blameless before him. We are innocent and blameless before him. This is why the cross is such a powerful, powerful thing and should be the center of our thinking and the center of our lives because do we understand we stand before him completely innocent, completely blameless. He sees us as kept from sin. He sees us as doing right. He sees us as he sees Jesus because Jesus took care of everything and because of that, we can be assured that he is in fact protecting us and watching over us. Verse 25 says, to the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To those with integrity, you show integrity. To the pure, that's us, you guys. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the crooked, you show yourself shrewd. You rescue the humble, but you humiliate the proud. You light a lamp for me. The Lord, my God, lights up my darkness. In your strength, I can crush an army. With my God, I can scale a wall, any wall. God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. For who is God except the Lord? Who but our God is a solid rock? God arms me with strength and he makes my way perfect. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, enabling me to stand on mountain heights. He trains my hands for battle. He strengthens my arm to draw a bronze bow. You have given me your shield of victory. Your right hand supports me. Your help has made me great. You have made a wide path for my feet to keep them from slipping. I chased my enemies and caught them. I did not stop until they were conquered. I struck them down so that they could not get up and they fell beneath my feet. You have armed me with strength for the battle. You have subdued my enemies under my feet. You placed my foot on their necks. I have destroyed all who hate me. They called for help, but no one came to their rescue. They even cried to the Lord, but he refused to answer. I ground them in I ground them as fine as dust in the wind. I swept them into the gutter like dirt. You gave me victory over my accusers. You appointed me ruler over nations, people I don't even know. Now serve me. This is David speaking. He's looking back at all that God has done for him and the victories that he's had. Moms, God has helped you and given you victories. Think about those things. Ponder those things. David goes on to say, as soon as they hear of me, they submit. Foreign nations cringe before me. They all lose their courage and come trembling from their strongholds. God is a God of victory, moms. The Lord 
lives. Praise to my rock. May the God of my salvation be exalted. He is the one who pays back those who harm me. He subdues the nations under me and rescues me from my enemies. You hold me safe beyond the reach of my enemies. You save me from violent opponents. For this, O Lord, I will praise you among the nations. I will sing praises to your name. You give great victories to your king. You show unfailing love to your anointed, to David and all his descendants forever. Isaiah 41, 8 through 20 says, But as for you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, my chosen one, descended from Abraham, my friend, I have called you back from the ends of the earth, saying, You are my servant, for I have chosen you and will not throw you away. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. See, all your enemies lie there, confused and humiliated. Anyone who opposes you will die and come to nothing. You will look in vain for those who tried to conquer you. Those who attack you will come to nothing. For I hold you by your right hand, I, the Lord your God. And I say to you, don't be afraid. I am here to help you. Though you are a lowly worm, O Jacob, don't be afraid, people of Israel, for I will help you. I am the Lord, your Redeemer. I am the Holy One of Israel. You will be a new threshing instrument with many sharp teeth. You will tear your enemies apart, making chaff of mountains. You will toss them into the air, and the wind will blow them all away. A whirlwind will scatter them. Then you will rejoice in the Lord. You will glory in the Holy One of Israel. When the poor and needy search for water, and there is none, and their tongues are parched from thirst, then I, the Lord, will answer them. I, the God of Israel, will never abandon them. Moms, can you hear his protection, his protective um, spirit there in, in these verses? He says, I will open up rivers for them on the high plateaus. I will give them fountains of water in the valleys. I will fill the desert with pools of water. Rivers fed by springs flow across the parched ground. I will plant trees in the barren desert, cedar, acacia, myrtle, olive, cypress, fir, and pine. I am doing this so all who see this miracle will understand what it means, that it is the Lord who has done this, the Holy One of Israel who created it. Moms, God wants to do a work in our hearts. You may feel like you are in a desert wasteland like what's described here and your tongue is parched from thirst but God will answer. In the midst of our circumstances, He can bring us peace that passes all understanding. We can be walking through the most difficult circumstances and have peace and have joy. That's what this is talking about. This isn't talking about changing our circumstances, although God may choose to do that. This is about understanding that the God of Israel meets us where we are and reveals himself to us in very real and powerful ways in the midst of our circumstances. And then as people look in from the outside in, 
they see this happening and they can't help but see this is different. This is not, this doesn't happen in the world. This is not normal. This is like miraculous. And this is where our testimony comes, moms. This is where the testimony of Jesus working in our lives comes. Sometimes we assume how, what it looks like for Jesus to bring redemption and restoration and healing into our lives. And it can look very different than we think, but so, so much better than we could ask or imagine. Don't limit God in what He wants to do in your life today and how He wants to do it. Psalm 91 says this, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Moms, we take refuge in Him, not in our perfect, not in perfect circumstances, not in things getting fixed the way we want them to be fixed, but by living in the shelter of the Most High. We will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God, and I trust in Him. Moms, is He enough? Is he enough? For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in the darkness nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. It's that peace that passes all understanding. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the Most High your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home, for He will order His angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. Isn't that beautiful, you guys? That I could just read that over and over and over again and meditate on that. God is saying He will protect us. He will protect us. 2 Timothy 4.18 says, The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and will bring me safely to His heavenly kingdom. To Him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. I encourage you to search out more passages on God's protection or go back and read these. I will share these references in the podcast notes. I read uh, most of the time out of the uh, New Living Translation. Read out of whatever translation uh, you use. I prefer 
the NLT because it's just very uh, easy to understand. But I encourage you to go back and read these and meditate on the ones that really stand out to you because moms, that is God speaking to you, directly to you. When you hear or read his word and something just resonates with you and you can feel it, that is God speaking to you saying, this is my word to you. So take it as yours and own it. Don't just think it in your head, but believe it in your heart. And if you want to, go ahead and look up more passages on protection. There are literally, there are so many. What I read was only a few. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you so much for your goodness to us. We thank you, God, that you are our shield, that you are our fortress, our hiding place, our keeper, our refuge, our rock, our shade, our shelter, and our stronghold, God. Thank you for that, Lord. I just pray for the hearts of every mom who's listening that your word, thank you that your word does not come back void and that everything that you meant for it to accomplish today, it will accomplish. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for the truth of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. 